0: so yeah. like should yes. we talk about politics
1: yeah uh what are the biggest things today uh
0: coronavirus and the primaries coronavirus mainly <laughs> yeah i mean the, the primaries every
1: fucking story is the coronavirus holy shit yeah
0: cor- the primaries are a disease unto themselves but the coronavirus <laughs> yeah has been kind of like a bit of uh a big thing yeah everyone's talking yeah. about it oh, like, you read Trump.
1: politics you hear about coronavirus you read video games you hear about <laughs> coronavirus you read uh what, what was this weed they're talking about
0: coronavirus like uh, weeds hell. talking to you man Are you We you sure we- that was weed <laughs> Were you on something else? <laughs> Weird news.
2: Opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent whatsoever. Well, we know who the hard left are. We're in the you know, ascendancy within the Labour Party who associate with the You just said that we were right right wing hard left agenda. Printing money, nationalization, without compensation that sort hard left wing position. Hard left the hard left, the hard left, the
0: hard left, the hard left, hard hard left,
2: hard left hard left, the hard left hard hard left, hard hard
1: left hard left, hard, left, hard left, hard left hard left hard left, hard left, the hard left hard left.
0: I did read an article actually about how coronavirus is going to affect the weed trade. All exactly. like, i am saying is I hope my guy <laughs> would be... <laughs> Fucking hell, man. It is all that anybody's talking about, and I don't really have anything to say about it. I've, like, tweeted a sum total of two things about coronavirus. Number one, I did a kind of Ilford Extended Universe joke about it, about how, like, (laughs) Gapes drank coronavirus-flavoured milk and has caught it, and so the whole of Ilford is quarantined, and there's, like, chaos in the streets. And the other thing I tweeted was just... So I think, like, most prominent people, you know, celebrities like Tom Hanks, heads of state like Bolsonaro, unfortunately. Unfortunately, for what I'm about to say, you'll hear. I'm not saying, unfortunately, he's got coronavirus. <laughs> people connected to heads of states like Justin Trudeau's wife. You know, I think they'll get the best medical treatment. They'll be fine. That's what I was saying. I right. was unfortunate about Bolsonaro. <laughs> Joe Biden, however, nah, he's he's for it if, if he comes <laughs> anywhere near it. I mean, like, the man... I mean, I think he's already a walking chemical weapon. And, and isn't
1: Donald Trump in, like, his 80s? Like, well, he, yeah, old. Donald
0: Trump's a bit younger than Joe Biden. And Biden is possibly... Mike his b- oldest shit. ...possibly the only person who is, is more senile and frail than Donald Trump. And um, <laughs> right. so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. like, He's on, He's on his way out, man. He was already on his way out. And now, you know, there's just no hope for him cancel this fucking sham primary anoint bernie sanders for nominee exactly do it uh, and put elizabeth warren in prison lock her up. lock her up look all right maybe that's not number 1 on the list of demands at the moment but short of an endorsement yeah. But before the
1: travel ban even came into place, I remember my oldest sister got quarantined in Padua, Italy.
0: Padua, oh Italy, okay. Yeah. Uh, Man, that's fucked. She was literally in like number one coronavirus country. Yeah, the the capital Uh, of the world.
1: She's trapped there for like I think three months or something ridiculous like that. Oh shit! I don't know. A couple. It's a long time, and it's like gonna. I know it's gonna overlap with her birthday in early April. And, oh man. like her boyfriend was gonna meet her, and like now that's all fucked up.
0: You'll have to yeah. like find some way of getting into Italy illegally. I mean I'm here to Italy. <laughs> it's difficult, treacherous. But, illegal yeah. immigration into Italy from, like, <laughs> yeah. France or wherever yeah. it is. Yeah, watch out for those EU guys. Coming over here and stealing our jobs, those EUers. Oh, wait, no, Bastards. no, more, more that. more. I was talking more about how the EU, like, shoot down, you know, maybe like...
1: Oh, yeah, they totally do that, but I was making a joke because they're both EU citizens. Yeah,
0: so bloody guess... EU. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Let's just, like, abandon that whole bit there about EU. I think I've got lost yeah, in a that'll maze irony. will probably of end up on the... Irony. Uh, and
1: editing room, floor, unless we leave it there, ironically. Yeah, if, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. well, we could do Sometimes that's I do I'm that. Iron- sometimes I do deliberately keep something I think is a little shoddy because I think it's a bit humorous. It humanizes us. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's true. We need to be humanized because people look at us as these kind of glittering colossuses of broadcasting. And um, <laughs> that's true, obviously. That's an accurate portrait that they're getting. But, yeah, sometimes they you know we need to deceive them into thinking that we actually are you know like them you know but we are not part of that exclusive one percent for people who john galt takes off to his little camp in the woods you know with the force yeah, field yeah. around it
1: I mean, I just escape from the fame a little bit you know all the paparazzi always noticing me i mean jeez, <laughs> it's just nonstop. <sighs> coronavirus Mm. anything else i have to say about that i feel like i had a lot of thoughts about it did you i I didn't i I, didn't have
0: any i I, like i (laughs) had i said i think i said my things but yeah maybe maybe you might have some more what (laughs) what have have you got
1: this part's not like directly political but like i've been looking at the stats like compared to mares and sars and a few others and it seems to me like coronavirus is definitely a lot more infectious but also it seems less deadly so I'm not really sure why, like the NBA is cancelled, and there even Japan is like, what if we have to cancel the Olympics it's, and like everything is just
0: cancelled? It's right? a shame that we've had to cancel all our many social engagements, isn't it? Like you, you and I both obviously are, are real like social animals. <laughs> we both, yeah, both love to be out there as many people as possible. You know, I mean, you know, I had a box at every NBA game. well yeah of course um and you know what hang on let me think what else has been cancelled i don't know what everything everything basically a lot of stuff
1: is getting cancelled there's not been a single case yet in montana but all the colleges are going online only now classes are shut down an abundance of caution is probably a good thing but it also seems to just be freaking everyone the fuck out and i don't think that's a good thing
0: record store day has been postponed until june the media democracy festival that jeremy corbyn was going to headline has been cancelled although that serves them right for not inviting me to speak this year as they did last year (laughs) Hey. um I should have been in. The... <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. Who the fuck is that?
3: <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to think. There was an article. Yeah, everything is cancelled. <laughs> Pearl Jam have postponed their 2020 tour. Neil Young keeps postponing his Crazy Horse tour like multiple times now. He's definitely getting old, fair dues. Yeah, that's true. And as are all the other horse guys. And they're like cursed in the last couple of times they've gone on the road. They've had like major health problems in the band. Um, yeah
1: fair accessible. i mean i absolutely think there are populations that should be worried like the very young and the very old i mean like, i'm not hopefully. feeling like i'm gonna die i don't know because like, basically my the... dad even said to me at dinner
0: the other day he, he said all the boomers are just freaking out you know like, yeah 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 no my, that's the same that like my parents cohort. went down to the shop and like everyone had like been mass buying toilet roll and shit yeah and, but like have that's you, have happening you seen... here Have you seen the breakdowns in voting in the primaries? It's ridiculous how it's, like, 70% Bernie. Like... 10% 10% Biden. You mean breakdown by demographics? Or what, what are you talking about? Yeah, breakdown by demographics of, of like the results yeah. of who voted for who. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, 70% yeah. of the young going for Bernie in a lot of these districts and stuff. You know, it's crazy. yeah It's just. So it, 70% it, of the people who are going to be
1: affected by his policy.
0: Yeah, well, much like in the long, long know, term. How stark the generational divide was at the last general election in the UK. Like, you know, it is just absolutely obscene, to be honest, like how it's clear that a bunch of people of a certain age are benefiting and pulling the ladder up behind them. Yeah, Yeah, like I say, I don't reckon it will end up taking out Bolsonaro, but like, come on, Joe Biden. That guy's (laughs) fucking already on the way out. Hopefully. Only
1: problem there is Bernie's also pretty old, isn't he? Ah,
0: Bernie's got a constitution like a fucking ox, man. The only thing that it's spelled in for Bernie is having to spend two hours on stage with Joe fucking Biden, a fucking chemical weapon. (laughs) Which hopefully will go ahead. I know that there's not supposed to be an audience. I
1: don't know how it works. If the primaries end but the election hasn't happened and then biden dies would bernie be
0: or second place become the new candidate
1: i I have no idea how that works
0: oh god yeah so is this if he dies before the primary ends
1: yeah like after the well i was no i was wondering what would happen if the primary is ended it's the actual election yeah that's a good election hasn't happened yet
0: would it be Uh, his his vice presidential nominee who would then Get yeah, it, I or wonder. would the runner-up become the presumptive nominee? Because I presume if Biden just suddenly died in the middle of the primary, then Bernie would become yeah, the that's presumptive what I would nominee. There. Because if you haven't been selected as the nominee yet, then it is well presumptive. Anybody's to, race, isn't it? Yeah, to yeah just be like <laughs> this person is going to be my vice president, and it's kind of like well you've not even got the nomination in the bag yet uh, Yeah. announce that later come on reaper <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean ho- oh, hopefully I,
1: I really look forward to the nsa listening to every episode of real politic
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're not like i say it's one of
1: these days just i feel like it's gonna happen you know well
0: <laughs> pity the poor sucker who has to do that there's so many <laughs> thousands le- of hours by the time it there's so many left-wing <laughs> podcasts out there now because of chapo trap house like especially american ones it's probably uh yeah. oh, bob dylan has cancelled his japanese tour hopefully this is not the end of the never-ending tour but like <laughs> oh shit what were you we saying before that uh mad
1: two stone uh there's lots of left-wing podcasts
0: yeah yeah there's so many that like if there is someone at the nsa who has to listen to just all these fucking the left-wing podcasting division of the nsa chapo knockoffs yeah then like they, they really do have kind of a shitty job so wait
1: wait why why is why is tulsi gabbard still in the race (laughs) <laughs> she's got one delegate out of like 1900
0: yeah where, where did she get her delegate from was it that one place that Bloomberg won is it not like I assumed it would have been like her home county or whatever
1: or state or whatever oh Bloomberg
0: right works. I don't know where was it that fucking Amer- American Samoa Bloomberg like really? just put in yeah somehow Bloomberg won American Samoa and I think <laughs> I think Tulsi came in second so okay an unincorporated territory not a state
3: yeah
0: so how many fucking primaries do they have if they're doing them in unincorporated territories i guess international divisions got to vote in them and stuff i don't really know that much about
1: how the primaries work on a specific technical level you know but it doesn't surprise actually it kind of surprises me that american samoa would have primaries because i'm pretty sure American territories are not allowed to participate in like the general election, are they, by and large? Well, it is I'm called pretty... American. It is, but <laughs> I, like, I, I remember it's a big equal rights thing. They're not really equal citizens in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, sovereign state is United States. Um, the government of American Samoa is defined under the Constitution of American Samoa as an unincorporated territory... The Ratification Act of 1929 vested all civil, judicial, and military powers in the President of the United States. In 1951, Harry S. Truman delegated that authority to the Secretary of the Interior.
1: It didn't even have a right to hold primaries, American Samoa, until
0: 1981. Oh, right. Um, Okay, so... Yeah, and it says on this
1: page that I found that they still don't have the right to participate in the general election, and they're not actually considered U.S. citizens, they're U.S. (laughs) nationals. Oh, right. Which is, which basically the only, well, I'm sure there's a couple more
0: distinctions, but the main distinction is that you can't vote. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the the American political parties republican and democrat exist in American Samoa but few politicians are aligned with the parties (laughs) they have a delegate to the US Congress yeah but he's non-voting it's fucking hell (laughs) these guys are absolutely screwed democratically speaking and
1: to more or less the same extent that's all true for like Puerto Rico and Guam
0: and the Virgin Islands how did Michael Bloomberg win it then is it really corrupt (laughs) It's like, yeah, it must just be. It, it, what is money. he, like a rich old white
1: guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah, how did, it, like, money, did money, he money. just fucking throw a load of money about? Well, like... oh, you
1: know what? American Samoa is also the source and home of proportionately most of the American soldiers. Like, statistically, like, most American Samoans join the army compared to any other U.S. territory or state. Oh, interesting. Uh, and it's home to a big U.S. military base. So yeah, yeah, no, I guess it probably is. Got lots of military pe- military types who are just horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I'm what? not saying all American. not no, I'm not saying it, like all American Samoans <laughs> are horrible. But I'm just um. saying it's home to some military types. I'm
0: sure. Oh, so they um, had a caucus, not a primary. Oh, right. Uh, Ameri- What's the
1: difference in that
0: again? It's something about like they kind of guesstimate with one, don't they? Uh, 2020 United States presidential caucuses in Samoa. Uh, <laughs> so I guess they don't get many people voting in this, but Michael Bloomberg won the popular vote with 175 people <laughs> tulsi- right so it's 175 soldiers or something tulsi uh. yeah but soldiers i mean would a soldier really like bloomberg i mean tulsi's ex-military but a democratic soldier I democratic don't know. Would a, would a soldiers, democratic soldier? jesus christ the cia wing of the democratic party because i mean a, i a guess pete Buttigieg has dropped yeah. out at this point otherwise they'd be voting for him like yeah yeah, but. I don't know. No, that was, was just a
1: guess. Otherwise, American Samoans are just weird. Who knows?
0: It's just weird, though, <laughs> man, because Biden got 8.8%, <laughs> 8. 8. 31 votes. And, uh, fu- and fucking uh, no delegates. And Bloomberg got 175 votes and four delegates. Biden is just as, like, shite and retrograde a politician yeah. as Bloomberg. But he's actually, like, a politician. Bloomberg is just some cunt who, like, bought his way into the race briefly just to, like, try and damage Bernie Sanders and then left when he did, you know, what he set out to do. It's just so weird for 175 people more than any other candidate. We're like, fuck yeah, let's vote for Bloomberg. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is this coming across now, by the way? Is that. that oh, hello! That hey, that yeah, 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 we got yeah. So I had a feeling Finally. it might have
0: been six, but I was waiting for an actual break in the conversation rather than just sort of yelling hello there. Okay. Uh, Do you have any idea why Bloomberg won American Samoa? Uh,
1: so, apparently, uh, sorry, I know you weren't asking me, but I was just <laughs> reading something. Uh, he uh, more or less ran unopposed there like mm-hmm. none of the other democrats apparently really campaigned hard there Yeah, and he just uh, threw so like millions whereas he of had yeah, <laughs> yeah he threw loads of money at American Samoa
2: it's very small <laughs> he's throwing money around everywhere and I think that's the sort of place he can probably do sort of old school rotten boroughs in terms of like personally bribing every single voter <laughs> yeah
1: He gave every single American Samoan $10,000 175
0: people, man, that's easy That's easy for (laughs) Probably quite low compared with other places
2: That way, you know
0: And like the 103 (laughs) people who voted for Tulsi Gabbard Like, I guess Ex-military people like you specified Jaya, but they're like disenchanted ex-military people because she's quite (laughs) anti-war for the most part, I think.
1: Yeah. My friend Kevin shared this political meme with me, a political compass meme, where Tulsi Gabbard was just on every single corner at some point. Yeah, that that, that (laughs)
0: definitely makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, she got two delegates because of that. So are those her delegates, for once? I guess those are are her delegates, yep. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. She supported Bernie Sanders in 2016, so you'd think that she might be like, okay he's the only game in town now, but I guess, you know, <laughs> she's got this fucking far. Hold on I mean, to the bitter end. She Well, there's no, she's not going to do as much harm as Elizabeth Warren, or Elizabeth Warren, yeah. So, like, she could stay in the race till the end and, like, everyone would just keep on ignoring her. I mean, it wouldn't make it a tie, but,
1: yeah, those extra 70 delegates would be helpful to Bernie.
0: Warren's just not going to endorse Bernie. That's, like, everything's indicating that she is yeah. going to be quote-unquote neutral
2: which is itself not a neutral position now yeah so centrist
0: a belt (laughs) honestly like just a really really reprehensible figure and the left have been so fucking easy on her i've seen so many people say stuff like I don't know. It's all all kind of with like left leaning celebrities. I think it was like Bernie Ver or something. I read an interview with him, and it was like Vernon supports. That's Justin Vernon, their like leader. It's like Vernon supports Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. It's like, well, <laughs> no, he,
2: <laughs>
0: he ended up. You get one vote. <laughs> he ended up doing rallies for one of those candidates. Because you can't support both of those candidates. They represent different interests, and there's so much. Just this kind of thing of like, oh, we're all on the same team. But It's like, well, no, no, because after when... the
1: primaries, we're all on the same team.
0: Well, I guess. I mean, I fucking would vote for of. Joe Biden if I was. Over. I fucking wouldn't vote at all. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: I, know. I, I know. Like, I'm thinking this. If this, this might be the second election in a row, I don't vote in a, for America. Like, Joe Biden, and before it was Hillary.
0: It's not like you're going to go and vote for Donald Trump, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just Joe Biden. If they really go with this senile old fuck, they're digging their own grave. Yeah.
1: I'm not excited. I am not excited.
2: (laughs) Are you not inspired by the the message of no malarkey?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cracking down on
2: corn pop. Is that not something that you could unite the entire anti-right section of politics?
1: It's, like, making me so, like, cynical Mm -hmm. about the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) This sucks, this sucks.
0: It's just, like, him steaming ahead in states where he hasn't even campaigned. Didn't bother chucking (laughs) a load of money in there like Michael Bloomberg. He didn't do fucking anything. And he just wins by... Just way more than anyone could have anticipated because just fucking awful old people went out to protect their interests.
1: Yeah, you just know that despite what the 2016 race taught us, they're just going to see Bernie and be like, Communist!
0: Can't let the communists win! Ah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, I don't even think that would work at a general election. The left's issue is clearing that hurdle in the Democratic Party. I mean, the reason, the big reason that the left could never fucking, you know, get a foot off the ground in the UK was because within the left, uh, you know, within the structures of the left, namely the Labour Party, people had already made so much... Effort in undermining any kind of claim that the left had to anything Mm. before the left goes up against the right in the general election it has to deal with the center left and their utter scorched earth tactics bernie sanders going up against donald trump brilliant bernie sanders having to get past the centre-left to do that, you know. (laughs) It's just, like, they exist to stop something like Bernie Sanders from happening, you know, (laughs) just to... Yeah, they're the first line of defence. Yeah, they just poison the well enough To make it difficult for a left candidate to get off the ground. Yeah, because, I mean, the
1: Republican people, they're all going to... They called Obama a communist. They don't see a difference. They're going to call Joe Biden a communist. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, of course. Uh But, I mean, Mitch McConnell was talking about the Democrats, you know, obviously, like, the Nancy Pelosi Democrats, um, (laughs) using the coronavirus as an excuse to push, like, a hard left agenda. Tightening control nationalization without compensation (laughs) and so on like he didn't say hard left he said radical left and for what it's worth this supposed radical or hard left agenda pushed by pelosi is the same one that exempts all but 20 percent of american workers because it exempts the big corporations who employ the majority of american workers so there you go that is the kind of shit that will get called radical left by the Republican Party. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, yeah. The way that the left are attacked and portrayed by the right has no, little or no relation, I should say, to how the left actually is at any given time. The left yeah. doesn't have to do anything for the right to run with something about it some idea about it
1: and so i think you're absolutely right jack that really i think Bernie's having a harder time winning these primaries than he would at either of these general elections because the central left is the primary enemy electorally at at that stage you know
0: yeah i mean yeah i guess Mm -hmm. so far he's had to go up against registered democrats for the most part i guess primaries are open aren't they so people who are independents can vote in those yeah and in all but i think four of the primaries so far that's a big list of them overall bernie has Mm. come ahead with independent voters so on the people who the democrat party needs to persuade bernie is the most electable candidate and that's a message that's got to be hammered home especially if biden gets the nomination and then fucks it bernie yeah. would have won will still be true if he doesn't get the nomination this time i think you know he could beat donald trump i don't right. know about Ber- bernie's trump.
1: base is not necessarily like a registered democrat yeah
0: no exactly exactly that's what's so good about him i'm not a fucking registered democrat why would i be of course know? not man yeah. Something I was hoping we could get to today, speaking of registered Democrats, was Neil Young's endorsement <laughs> of Bernie Sanders. I wanted us to do a little hey. Real, Real Politic reading series. I thought about maybe doing this when I was hanging out with Real Politic, Neil Young correspondent Emmett Croddus yesterday, but we didn't end up recording anything podcast wise. But Neil has written a little essay on his personal newspaper on the Neil Young Archive's website, the Neil Young Archive's Times Contrarian. So he's actually written a couple more pieces about politics since then. This is on the viewpoint section of this ramshackle little amateur newspaper that Neil's got. Viewpoint, Bernie Sanders for President. So I linked to this through the idea of being an independent versus being a democrat and we'll get to that in a minute once we approach Neil's endorsement of Bernie. I I feel like I should give you a bit of context for what the Neil Young archives Times Contrarian is. So it's like Neil Young has set up his own version of The Canary. Like, (laughs) it's his own alternative news site. And he reproduces articles from, like, The Guardian or The Intercept or places like that sometimes. And he has all his, like, apparatchiks right for it. There's this quote from Graham Nash, which is like, oh, Neil's a weird guy. He only hangs out with the guys who work for him. So Neil's just got all his people who, like, write all this different shit. So a lot of it's about music. There's a lot of stuff about politics on there as well. Like, I mean, some of it's pretty decent. Like, he'll reproduce essays by Cornel West. There's just loads of stuff railing against, like, the big oil companies and so on. And lots of stuff. Letters to the editor. You can submit Neil... A little letter. See what he thinks about a particular (laughs) issue. We're talking about viewpoint. Bernie Sanders for president. So, this was written on the 7th. Neil says... I support Bernie... Because I listen to what he says. Every point he makes is what I believe in. Neil clarifies. Everyone. So, like, just from that very first sentence... You know, I think you do tend to support a left-wing politician more when you actually listen to what they're saying instead of listen to the fucking bullshit that right-wingers say about them. You tend to have a more positive opinion of them. Completely, Mm -hmm. yeah. Neil continues, In 2016, if Bernie had run instead of Hillary Clinton, I think we would not have the incompetent mess we have now. Does America have the Democrat Party inside us? The DNC to blame for our incompetent mess. Did the DNC... <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Well, I think you'll be pleased with the conclusions that Neil draws in this piece, then. <laughs> Did the DNC pull every political string to stop Bernie and get Hillary in 2016? Did that work? Now, are they trying to stop Bernie Sanders again? Is Joe the new Hillary... Is that what you really want? I think the DNC... Uh, Oh, well, yeah, yeah, sorry. I'll let you answer Neil's questions first. (laughs) I was just (laughs) reacting with disgust. My apologies. (laughs) I'll take that as a no to the last question. Neil says, I think the DNC is more interested in themselves and the power of their party than anything else. As a new citizen, I was excited to register to vote, Outside the courthouse after I was naturalised, brackets, funny word for it, there was a Democrat Party registration booth. I registered. My first error as a US citizen will be corrected now. I am registering independent. The wheels are in motion. I don't trust the DNC because I think the DNC is pushing their own agenda over the good of our country. The thing about Bernie for me is he is consistent. He wants our children to have the best chance at a great education. The DNC will spread their talking point that Bernie is divisive. They will tell MSNBC and CNN to spread that opinion. They will spread it. That's because Bernie is not with the DNC. Bernie is with you. (laughs) Are you seeing what I mean about, like, the canary kind of angle to this?
2: Yep. yeah it's uh slightly less problematic in a number of ways but the tone of it the comparison works
0: i think like neil young becoming like a crank leftist in 2020 is like the best case scenario there's so many <laughs> other routes he could have gone down he could be just a boring liberal cunt he could still be a reaganite there's like so many worse things that it could be Or he could be, like, not a harmless crank who just says a load of hippie shit about the environment, but, like, (laughs) a bad crank, like the actual canary. Mm -hmm. But this is good. Anyway, he says, Are Bernie's policies radical? Fight climate change like it is real. Eliminate student debt. Make college tuition free. Pay for it all with taxes on the super rich. Yeah, that's cool, because Neil's pretty rich. Yep. $15 minimum... Sorry, I'll keep shouting all the bits that are in caps. MINIMUM WAGE! <laughs> this is all in caps. Healthcare IS A HUMAN RIGHT! The Green New Deal! For millions of new jobs with a the future. These are Bernie's ambitious goals on your behalf. I don't think these are radical goals. Do you? These goals are opposed by the DNC. Ask yourself why? Sorry, ask yourself WHY? (laughs) Listen to what Bernie says, not what the DNC is selling you from social media. I don't believe Facebook. It's corrupt and admits that it is. Facebook is full of bots and trolls. It's not America. Forget social media. Ignore it and replace it with truth. I don't believe the Facebook social media cesspool of lies, disinformation from other countries. Which other countries is that, eh? Russia. And misleading comments. So basically, long story short, Neil has been on facebook.com slash realpolitikpodcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we can definitely chalk him up as a fan of the show, I think. That's conclusive. (laughs) No further research needed.
0: As if Neil's ever listened to anyone's podcast. I know he's been on a podcast, but I don't think he's ever listened to one. Anyway, he continues. I believe Bernie Sanders. This is a lengthy fucking little blog here, by the way. I think Bernie is the real deal. I think democracy is in deep trouble. The solution is big change. Are you scared of change? I believe that in these times, democratic socialism is good for American workers and students. It's certainly not communism. It's the future for the working class. See, all right, Neil's saying, I didn't expect Neil to be a communist. What, it's cool that he's talking about the working class there. The USA is broken. Sorry, Yaya, were you going to say something?
1: Uh, I just need to go blow my nose.
3: Yaya's got fucking Coronavirus
0: do it man we will return to the usa is broken shortly yes that's the title of the next paragraph it will still be broken yeah (laughs) might might all might all be fixed by the time we're back who knows that had me bawling like a baby (laughs) it's so moving the usa is broken as is our sacred democracy temporarily broken. This fits all the kind of like bullshit that Neil comes out with about how much he loves the USA regularly. I'm Canadian by the way. And I love the USA. He says, search for truth. We that's like some crank stuff. Search for truth. We already, 9-11 truth. We already have socialism in the USA. Bailing out Wall Street and the super-rich. How about the working class and the students who want a real future without debt? What about them?
3: What about the animals? What about the birds and bees?
0: Ever wonder why the DNC is against Bernie? Is Bernie against all the corporations funding the DNC's candidates' political campaigns? Will Bernie hit their corrupt campaign pocketbooks? Will he try to clean the system up? Is that radical or divisive to America? Bernie scares the hell out of the DNC. That's where they're acting this way right now. They are scared because their own power is challenged. If Bernie wins, they might lose it. Is it time to get the money out of politics and put the truth back in? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Does
0: this require strength and truth? Yeah. Sure. Bold yeah. changes. Bernie Sanders. Do you think democracy, as we knew <laughs> it, is dying today? Yeah. 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 That's what I think. I being the author of this piece, Neil Young. If you are a loyal Trump supporter. At i kind of do as well please write (laughs) nya and tell your story we will print that we want to know about the positive side of supporting trump we want to know your opinion what is the positive so there could be some (laughs) right-wing voices being brought to the nya times contrarian soon was donald trump Uh, elect
1: oh i know one positive he's gonna defeat biden (laughs) (laughs)
0: what is the positive side was Donald Trump elected because of the negative effect on America of the DNC and the DNC policies of its democratic candidates did Trump supporters want change do Bernie supporters want change it is was time to change America that's what Trump supporters thought that's what I think It's Neil trying to sort of reach across the aisle there seeing as he's he's given up on the democratic <laughs> party as this yes. radical as centrism reveals. <laughs> yeah <laughs> until then stand with bernie stand for the workers stand for the teachers stand for the students stand <laughs> up for climate change wait is climate change our comrade should we stand up? Stand up for, <laughs> for climate? <laughs> oh, so, no shit. Sorry, Quite he between. put stand more up, of it. Up, He put stand up for climate justice. I was that's, like, that's shit. Neil's really. <laughs> Neil's really yeah. turned on, on the whole climate <laughs> issue since I last. But, Everybody, pollutes. you know, it's actually better, but it's getting hotter. You know, uh, it's more more chilled out.
1: <laughs> Canada's getting a lot
0: warmer. Well, yeah, he doesn't live in Canada. He lives in Colorado,
1: and he never visits i don't think he does i
0: think most of his parents are dead and stuff i don't know if his brother bob is still alive (laughs) bob got sent to prison in the 80s for weed and uh neil went up there as a in one of his country eras as a character in fact during his reagan supporting era as a character witness (laughs) and he was like bob's a good guy and I am like always high all the time, and it's not fair that you send him to prison for it. Um, anyway, Neil continues Stand for higher taxes on the super rich to pay for all of the above. I like that. Stand for the American future. Stand with Bernie Sanders in caps. Bernie Sanders, Stacey Abrams, or whoever he chooses for VP. For the future of youth in America. Thanks for reading my viewpoint. Neil Young. Guitar riff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's written like loads more. <laughs> 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 like how he hates the democratic establishment. Neil's really like. Forget the canary, he's turned the NYA Times contrarian into his own little real politic, and he's just salting slugs all the time. Yeah,
2: he's been radicalized. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Just, it's essentially an extremely long version of like, start the extremism. Stop the extremism. <laughs> start the extremism.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I won't read the whole thing, but here's something that he posted just the other day No debate. No Biden vote. If Joe Biden does not do a stand-up debate with Bernie Sanders, I will not vote for Biden. Biden is a losing candidate. His performances, especially recently, are growing more and more unhinged. Biden (laughs) insists on yelling at questions he doesn't like, even, quote-unquote, shushing his own women advisers, and he is less than halfway to victory. (laughs) Neil pleads later in this blog post. Don't let the DNC shut it down and leave us with Biden, a sure loser. America deserves more. God you know what? there was like even more where he continued just shitting on Biden in a different piece. I wanted to look at that. I might have even like posted all of it on Twitter earlier. Oh no, that so that was the complete piece. But yeah, Neil has written elsewhere that the DNC is obviously scared of the moment of uh, Bernie Sanders winning the nomination and are doing all they can to protect their weak candidate joe biden by cancelling the debate america needs to see neil has been pretty scathingly critical of joe biden i wonder his...
1: if he's a fan of bernie sanders
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah god who knows yeah it seems to me like it could be uh, maybe a two-way sanders warren supporter you know one of those guys <laughs> who are a real thing <laughs> yeah he's written a piece called the establishment been reading about Owen Jones knew. that's what's given him these hard left ideas the democratic party establishment is its own biggest enemy
2: just with the mention of dual endorsements am I imagining this or was there someone that did a big public dual endorsement of Bernie Sanders and Lisa Nandy <laughs> just absolute um, chaos
0: well Lisa Nandy doesn't support Bernie Sanders she's no. a Warren Easter probably uh, yeah. there was Skylar Baker Jordan whose piece we read who did a joint endorsement of Pete Buttigieg and Jess Phillips <laughs> So it was the New York Times, who did a joint endorsement of Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> great great oh, instincts there at the Times. Yeah. Killer instincts. Christ. But no, I can't think of a... You know what? Most of the Labour soft left.
2: Yeah, there probably are at least a couple of people on the soft left, whether it's actual social review types or more just people in their broad orbit. They're more amenable to radical views when there's not any chance they're gonna happen here essentially
0: yeah oh i 100 <laughs> percent if they were american they'd be Twitter. the other way
2: around they'd be like oh yeah this corbyn he's got some interesting <laughs> ideas but i think we need to go for liz warren here you know just to make sure we win oh, the election yeah. oh
0: totally totally because it's the same thing of they're very very influenced by the way that the left is perceived outside of the left they're influenced you know. by
2: the political discourse that they want to become part of and, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, the sort of... you,
1: but I, you and me met one of those types, didn't we, Jack, a, a few years back now?
0: Just oh, back from university. that that guy is a real Tory though, wasn't he? If it's the one. I'm yeah, but he well. was
1: also he was he was a Tory hardcore, but he was also I really like Bernie Sanders. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, that was
0: weird. You know what that was? It's probably because he is right wing as fuck, and he probably had some like weird fucked up misogynist Pizzagate type reason to fucking hate Hillary Clinton <laughs> yeah. that's probably it you know oh Hillary she's basically a communist fucking <laughs> for right have their own bizarre reasons to hate one of the most hateable people in the entire world although you know to be honest some of their reasons for hating her are also legit I think there's a future for Warren almost as a kind of nandy of American politics where she just oh. goes around saying how she was fucking snaked by the left and how they're just yeah. such nasty people does the kind of performative thing to the right wing press believe me like she's gonna be kind of she's gonna stay quiet for a bit and then it's gonna be like big profiles Liz Warren speaks out Liz Warren is ready to talk now about what happened and it's gonna be all like the Bernie bros sent me snake emojis and so I had to stop supporting universal healthcare and implicitly back (laughs) Joe Biden that's literally it's gonna be that shit like with the fucking thing she did what was it she stayed in for two super tuesday didn't she she stayed in the race just to take like four states off bernie and then dropped out <laughs> yeah. and then she was on saturday night live with one of fucking kate mckinnon's political uh yeah. impressions not satirical impressions just a, like just a literal i and sound a bit like a yeah i wonder who the next fucking politician who kate mckinnon is gonna do an impression of that is literally just I'm the coolest, most kick-ass person in the world. I fucking rule. Like... Marine Le Pen.
2: I mean, they. they she did it. Was, Trump. She did a sketch or two as Theresa May. It was basically that. She
0: did. Okay, fucking, so she's already done. It was that basically the script. same
2: character as Liz Warren, but with a grey wig, you know, instead of a sort of strawberry blonde type one, you know. Yeah, it yeah. was a
0: bit of like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a kooky fucking, you know, i yeah. I forget I, what I'm, I'm saying. A, I'm and a fu- strong
2: female world leader, not like you crazy Americans, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was a, a bit thought. like, um, yeah, I think they factored in the fact that she was maybe seen as a little bit of a fuck-up in our own country, but with Elizabeth Warren, the way that the quote-unquote satire shows in the US portray her is as, like, infallible. Mm. It is as fucking... God, it's no wonder that like people like my beloved Drive by Truckers songwriter Patterson Hood support Warren because someone like that, as you know, a guy of a certain age, takes in a lot of like liberal middle brow entertainment. Where Elizabeth Warren is just like seen as this colossus, like she's the single most dignified person in politics, she has never done mm. anything underhand, especially not to Bernie Sanders. Forensic you know, Liz, she, she's got. She's, yeah, she's like as forensic as like yeah. Keir Starmer on Ritalin. She's got like fucking,
4: <laughs> she's got a plan for everything. She had a plan for everything a healthcare plan, an immigration plan, a student loan plan that's the way that she's portrayed
0: and so it's amazing i was watching i think it was stephen colbert because i occasionally when i've just had like 10 minutes i've watched one of these like viral videos for for us talk show hosts make about the election out of grim fascination and colbert was talking about <laughs> warren Dropping out. yet
4: another candidate has dropped out of the democratic race and we're getting a clearer picture of America's future and it looks a lot like America's past I mean just like that very first fucking line clipping it has necessitated me
0: doing another one of these little overdubs what part of America's past does Bernie Sanders look an awful lot like was it President Eugene Debs was it all America's myriad Jewish presidents you know, it must have been, that's why they call banknotes Jewish presidents. Like, I got me a few Jewish presidents over here, right? That's that's the expression. That's the name of the Hughes Brothers film from 1995. And it's like, you know, because we just can't have nice things.
4: Warren is gone now. That's it. She's out of the race. Further proof that America cannot have nice things.
0: And it was just all that kind of thing. And I was, just, I was just thinking his jokes about it were all just literally like, we weren't good enough for her. There was no kind of critical element to it at all. It was just, there was no like acknowledging that there may have been failures within the campaign. And maybe she didn't have a plan for anything like, you know, winning the nomination or not gifting it to joe biden eventually
4: folks i'm afraid i have sad news for fans of competence it was bizarrely (laughs) sycophantic you know then warren was asked whether she would be endorsing either biden or sanders here's what she said
0: let's take a deep breath and spend a little time on that we don't
3: have to decide that this minute
4: okay she's right let's all just take a deep breath now you know there's going to be a fierce battle between biden and sanders to win Elizabeth Warren. Liz, I'm sorry I called you a liar, please. My heart can't take much more of this. That's doctor's orders. I guess what I'm saying is you complete me, literally. I need an organ donor. In your eyes, the light, the heat, your eyes.
0: So this clip basically illustrates two things. Firstly, He segues into those shitty jokes about how old and frail Bernie is, and it's like, have you fucking seen him? And just for the record, his jokes about Biden after that are largely variations on the same thing, but with just different personality affects. And he at no point entertains that there is any kind of moral imperative on Elizabeth Warren's part ...to endorse one candidate or another in what is quite a stark, ideological contest. It's all just this kind of like, you go girl! You tell them you're not in any rush. You're just gonna do some easy media stuff. just gotta max and chillax, you just gotta spend some time with yourself... ...and the rest of America can wait. It's not that there's any kind of crisis at the moment or anything. It's just that real kind of like, feel-good, boardroom-feminist kind of bullshit... Obviously being delivered by a man with a massive amount of money that he probably wants to protect. Just within that little section of a routine it epitomizes so much about what's bad about this kind of political commentary. Furthermore, at no point does he entertain the idea that maybe elizabeth warren was lying about what bernie sanders said again it's this kind of feel good boardroom feminism where believe women is like believe women when they say they're more qualified to be ceo than anybody else in the room including the other women because it's like all about people's personal achievements there's all these kind of again like middle-aged men like stephen colbert or Patterson Hood, who will really, really, really resent that Elizabeth Warren's career prospects have been thwarted. It's a bizarre phenomenon. I can't imagine engaging with politics in that kind of way. And I think the thing that struck me was that, like, none of the jokes were, like, funny jokes. They were all, right, so some of them, like, Stephen Colbert must be, like, 50, 60 now, right? But, like, they're all jokes that were clearly written by someone who's, like, 25 and are about some pop culture phenomenon that, like, Stephen Colbert does not know about, I'm certain, and I think (laughs) less of him for pretending he does.
4: Dang, that should have been her campaign slogan all along. Vote for Elizabeth Warren or you'll make a dog sad. But, but. Like a lot of us, Bailey evidently is a stress eater. Because after the announcement, Warren's press secretary Gabrielle Farrell posted on Twitter, Bailey legit just swiped someone's burrito. <laughs> Today we are all Bailey. So it's time to say goodbye to Elizabeth Warren. Oh! Here comes her horse!
0: I think even less of John Oliver when he tries to do that kind of joke because he's British. He has absolutely no idea what the words coming out of his mouth are and it is just like a fucking humiliating performing monkey routine to hear him be like oh did you see what the nascar burger is like yeah we're all eating it in america americans which i am excruciating stuff and that so there was a load of that in the stephen colbert thing on elizabeth warren and then there were just a load of jokes about how God, I guess we couldn't have a woman in the race, could we?
4: The one time front runner Warren made the classic campaign mistake of being able to finish a coherent sentence <laughs> and not having a penis.
0: And it's like, well, she fucking lost, man. Mm-hmm. Literally, like we, we had Do multiple... you want a woman dictator. We had multiple women in the race and they all dropped out and endorsed Joe Biden. Because the most important thing to them was preserving a centrist hegemony within the party. That was obviously his segue into softball jokes about how Bernie and Biden are both really old. Like, God knows I've made a lot of jokes about how old Biden is. But it's not like he's making jokes about how Biden, like, literally obviously has about two brain cells left. Like, God, it would be so rude to point that out. So it's just as if Biden and Bernie, two men... OF A SIMILAR AGE, BUT VASTLY DIFFERENT CAPABILITIES AT THIS POINT
4: (laughs) ARE are EXACTLY THE SAME. SO NOW IT'S DOWN TO BIDEN AND SANDERS. SHOWDOWN AT HIGH NOON, RIGHT BEFORE THEY BOTH EAT DINNER. (laughs) EITHER ONE OF THESE MEN WOULD BE THE OLDEST PRESIDENT IN U.S. HISTORY, SO IT'S GOING TO BE IMPORTANT THEY CHOOSE A RUNNING MATE THAT IS EXPERIENCED, YET SEEMS A LOT YOUNGER, SO JIMMY CARTER.
0: and of course that whole thing of like oh it's just two old white men their late 70s like completely forgets the fact that bernie's jewish as well and also the fact that yeah i don't know i think it's kind of a big deal a self-described socialist running on a platform of universal health care i do think that's kind of a historical landmark in the history of the democratic party you know Yeah. yeah sorry i spoke for quite a long time there that's all right that's that, that's encouraged if anything on a podcast that's how it works <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem and nobody talked you have a rat problem well pete Buttigieg, actually speaking of rats yeah he fucking endorsed old biden didn't he so it was within like a few days of them all dropping out i think it might have been the same rally that pete Buttigieg and amy klubachar and some cory brooker who had, who had Corey Booker rather. No, it's Corey, right, yeah. it's, it's Corey
2: Brooker, that's his
0: name now. Um, Corey Brooker, yeah. is himself a prominent satirist. He had called... It's like Jonathan Woodcock,
2: um, that, that's now his name.
0: <laughs> Corey Brooker has, had called Biden a racist and all kinds of stuff. He said, yeah. nope, you don't have to vote for Joe Biden. Next thing you know, he was there endorsing Biden.
4: If you want to compare records, and frankly, I'm shocked that you do, uh, I am happy to do that. Because all of the problems that he is talking about, that he created, the damage that your bills, that you were frankly to correct you, Mr. Vice President, you were bragging, calling it the Biden crime bill up till thank, 2015. Thank you, Senator.
0: There was rat Boy Mayor Pete. Now that the
3: race is tightening, can we put yeah. this in your window? We see the rat beginning to cower. He's hiding in some rat hole. He has to answer for his crimes. I didn't Biden, I've of everything left
0: on He fucking endorsed Biden. Fucking Klobuchar did. And Warren, if she'd have literally, like, got on stage and just, like, handed a little document to Biden for him to sign like you are hereby the Democratic nominee she could not have endorsed Biden more than she already did <laughs> like the, the it's just stunning seeing the entire establishment of a party like rally around this incompetent old fuck and it's just like god they really would just rather torch it down than you yeah. have any kind of minor socialist advance man like god imagine being on the center left in such a right-wing world the center no 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 you know things keep moving more and more 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 <laughs> more to the right but you know we just need to move a little bit back to the left let's let them yeah. move us another yeah. meter to the right and we'll move a centimeter back to the left that's Pathetic, always how it's
1: fucking been with the democratic yep. party let's take the edge that's off a, a bit 10 years ago I, I remember even my dad who's not as left-wing as me at all like, complaining about it back in the Bush years, that the Democrats, they give a foot and take an inch, you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's it. Well, yeah, definitely in the Bush years, when they were voting for all the terror fucking legislation. Well, of course, in fact, someone who voted for all of that shit, Joe Biden, voted for the Iraqis. Really? (laughs)
1: Wow, I am so shocked. Can you hear the shock?
0: (laughs) And he was the architect of Obama's counterterrorism plus... Strategy sounds like you have something with your breakfast in the morning, but actually, <laughs> it was all like the drone strikes on what was it like eight countries that went down under Obama, the extrajudicial killings, dumping the bodies in the oceans, that kind of thing. That was <laughs> Biden was yeah. the biggest advocate within the Obama administration of that strategy. This guy and, and a good
1: example as well. Just when centrist Democrats fucking get in office and they throw us a few bones like Obamacare, which is good. Good, but like fuck they, they do so much shit oh definitely like how is that any different from what Trump's doing like that's exactly what Trump's doing right now not the Obamacare bit I mean no no, no you're good. right I'm talking about the drone strikes kind of thing
0: well that's the thing like imagine because Trump's has he scrapped Obamacare I don't like
1: the ACA I don't know I don't think it's been repealed I've got health care. Oh, uh, okay well I know yeah. he's,
0: he's obviously trying to um, yeah. certainly kind of eroding but then it if a bit. if, if, if that got thrown out the affordable care act and biden wanted to replace it with something more moderate that's what kind of thing we're talking about the affordable care act already wasn't addressing the material needs yeah exactly i mean i've got medicaid but like
1: i still have to pay a bit of money to to go see the the doctor. It's like five or ten bucks at the moment. You still have to think about it. Yeah, That's not even counting medications, you know. A lot of them I do get for free, but that's only because they're older generics. If you have to get anything fancy, that gets expensive fast, even with Medicaid.
0: And I mean, yeah, I think you're right that a Democrat business as usual administration is not particularly something to be desired at this point. Trump is, I think, the first president since jimmy carter not to have started a war yet not, <laughs> not for lack of trying i suppose but yeah <laughs> i mean like i say america was bombing something like eight countries under obama there were u.s troops all over the place there are all kinds of military interventions in that period and he seemed to very much continue that bush era expansion of the the deep state man <laughs> fucking deep state, you know. Deep state. But sure. seriously, he actually did. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I don't know, has it like expanded at the same level under Trump because the Bush Obama administration seemed to be governments where things really accelerated in a lot of those regards.
1: Yeah. I mean, Trump is different in some ways from past right-wing Just administrations, right. that's for sure.
0: That's the thing, man. Like, Trump's awful, but is he worse than Bush? Is he worse than Nixon? Is he worse than Reagan? I, I don't know. think so.
1: It's not so far. I like, think... it sucks, but I also remember living through all eight of the Bush years, and those sucked.
0: What would the alternative to either of the two main parties be? staying within electoralism have wet Do the green (laughs) do the green party have their primary after the two main parties i don't know
1: how that shit works man
0: (laughs) (laughs) i barely understand the democratic and republican
1: shit i don't don't, don't, (laughs) know
0: because a lot of bernie supporters not enough to have like swayed the election against hillary no matter what people say but various bernie supporters went off to jill stein the green party last time i wonder who represent the green party bernie sanders (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah
1: unless bernie represents it i don't see any third party getting a a decent percentage i
0: think that he wouldn't want to do a third party challenge either because he would be seen as a wrecker who would be enabling donald trump because i think ralph split
1: the left vote the nominally left vote yeah Um,
0: ralph nader still hasn't been forgiven for uh, running against was it he ran in 2000 and didn't he run again in 2004 i don't know he
1: ran a lot of times
0: obviously he wasn't successful and yeah that kind of made him public enemy number one (laughs) michael and us not the important cinema club as i mistakenly said on the recording have this episode about this kind of attempt at sort of left-wing talk radio that was done in the US in the mid 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: was Al Franken heavily involved in that? Al I Franken was think. on
0: it, yeah. I, I, and um... apparently the whole thing was just them being like, Ralph Nader, what a stupid cuns <laughs> Like <laughs> <you know? laughs> it was just literally just like, Ralph Nader, fucking treacherous bastard. We should string him up. Am I right? Um, I think Michael Moore recently did a kind of like Ralph Nader. I apologize thing Uh, because he in 2000 I think had actually supported Nader and then 2004 Moore was big on the like democratic unity thing Mm so I think he had begged him not to stand and he had then strongly criticized him when he did. Moore incidentally has been very critical of Elizabeth Warren but maybe we'll get to that. I mean the other interesting third party thing that I can think of is Henry Wallace who yeah, yeah, you watched the untold history of the United States, didn't you? Yeah, there's some good it was stuff a while about. Ago. Yeah, there's some good stuff about Henry Wallace in that, but he was FDR. Do remember the name? But well, he was his vice president for his first two terms, and he was like minister of economic warfare. Which sounds so badass. Right, yeah. (laughs) But but he had radical strategies that did help get the economy back on track during the New Deal, and he was probably the most left-wing person in FDR's inner circle, which meant that the Democratic establishment were like, fuck this guy, we are going to absolutely rat-fuck him at every turn. He was
1: Bernie before it was cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, he, he, (laughs) he was. But Wallace basically like came to blows with the leadership of the fdr administration too many times and before fdr ran for his was it his did he die during his third term or at the start of his fourth i think it was the start of his fourth okay well it would have been then before either the third or the fourth the democrats basically like pulled a load of bullshit And I think by this point, Wallace had already been demoted, but they got him replaced on the Democratic ticket by the right wing Harry Truman, you know, who who, uh, ended up dropping the atomic bomb and regularly dropped N-bombs, freely used the N-word around the White House, was no friend of the African-Americans, really just a reactionary. And there's this novel that we've talked about probably briefly on the show before by Philip Roth called I Married a Communist which was sort of written in the 90s when Roth had his divorce from I think Claire Bloom and she'd written a tell-all memoir and I think Roth was like I'm gonna get you back with a fucking novel what I do best and so it's just it's like all about this actor who he's like a communist during McCarthyism but he what he really gets brought down by is a you know a terrible woman who <laughs> you know <laughs> leads him astray but anyway aside from the book being like philip roth settling a school with his ex-wife there's a load of interesting liberal anti-communism in there like the book's super anti-communist and it's got all this stuff of like it's from a point of view of uh, fuck what's the main character of he narrates loads of philip roth's books Nathan Zuckerman yeah there you go it's like from a point of view of Zuckerman like when he's growing up when he's a young Jewish boy in New Jersey in the 1950s and yeah sorry I, I again I'm like going on and on and on here it's like what it's like that solo episode I did but, like, <laughs> it's basically about there's this guy, this kid really idolizes this, I think, radio DJ, r- well, radio presenter called Ira Ringgold, aka Iron Rin. And he's like a working class Jewish communist. And he basically gets disgraced. He gets sort of like cancelled, you know, <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy era <laughs> cancellation. <laughs> And there's this whole thing about how Ira Ringold and Nathan Zuckerman, the younger narrator, they're supporting the Henry Wallace for Prime Minister campaign. Obviously, I meant for president, because in 1948, I think, 48, whatever, presidential election, Henry Wallace actually challenged fucking Truman as an independent candidate. Well, like, I think he had the Workers' Party or something like that. I believe it was the Progressive Party, actually, in that, his campaign was smeared constantly throughout the 1948 presidential election as basically communist stooges and philip roth's interpretation of this historical event seems to very much take that truman smear at face value and the book there's so many bits of like zuckerman's dad just like berating him for supporting this candidate he's like oh we've got to consolidate the left vote and i don't know when i read the book i was like i was disappointed by the anti-communism but i guess that made more sense to me but like knowing about harry truman more about him and what he actually was i'm like The left vote. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the titans of American politics, Henry Wallace, one of the greatest figures to have existed in politics versus like one of the most psychopathic and reactionary. You know, oh, terrible. How terrible that Wallace tried to split that vote at a crucial point in history when somebody really did kind of need to go out to bat for left wing ideas in America. But that's a whole kind of detour anyway. Yeah, today we're getting depressed about the news, not the history. (laughs) Well, you know what? I feel like if he is to lose the primary, Bernie Sanders will go down as a kind of Henry Wallace-type figure in history. He's an important figure, but kind of like a... You know, they could have been, you know, could have been like, Yeah, what could have happened? What could have happened? Like Jesse Jackson, if he hadn't said the anti-Semitic thing about New York, like, you know, Jesse Jackson endorsed Bernie. Don't know if you saw that. Yeah, Yeah. you mentioned it in Messenger to me. That would make sense though Because Bernie supported Jesse Jackson back in the day Yep <laughs> right. But I was going to say And I think I quoted that song from New York back then <laughs> They found the common ground Yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse you say common ground Does that include the PLO What about people right here right now Who fought for you not so long ago The words that flow so freely Falling dancing from your lips I hope that you don't cheapen them with a racist slip. Oh, common ground. Is common ground a word or just a sound? Common ground. Remember those
0: civil rights workers buried in the ground. But then if Bernie was to get the nomination, he would have the potential to be FDR or george mcgovern you know (laughs) if he lost it would be like 2019 it's going to be like 1983 it's going to be fucking hung around the heads of the left forever in this country now if bernie was to lose the presidential election then that would kind of be bad for the u.s left in rebuilding although to be honest if he does lose the nomination the u.s left will be pretty crushed as well but you know like i say it is it, it, it it needs to Rebuild from that. I guess those are like the three poles. You could have he could win and be a great reforming president in the FDR mode, or he could be a great figure and an important figure, but kind of an also ran within the Democratic Party, rather like Henry Wallace, although to be fair, Wallace was in government for a long time under FDR, or he could be a kind of failed standard bearer for the party as a whole, like mcgovern that's kind of like the equivalent over here would be michael foote and corbyn so each could be a poison chalice you know maybe he'd win the presidency and he wouldn't be a great reforming fdr figure maybe he'd be jimmy carter
1: yeah that is always a possibility and Obama promised change and all.
0: You well, know? Oh, yeah, well, exactly. So there's, like, many kind of options. I guess, yeah, I, I have been giving some thought as to who the closest historical parallels are to Bernie.
1: I think you're onto something with Wallace there.
0: Pete Buttigieg is currently <laughs> fucking TMZ. Pete Buttigieg is on TMZ with those two fucking creeps who were <laughs> doing the Kanye West video where he said the mad shit about slavery and that fuck what Pete Buttigieg is with those absolute cunts just like the scum of the earth those guys honestly I don't like have anything it's just just what they do and their general demeanor it's just like god these are the worst guys ever but yeah there's even an even worse guy Pete Buttigieg sitting with them Do you know that Pete Buttigieg is currently guest-hosting Jimmy Kimmel or some fucking shit? Yeah, it ties in with the fucking
2: Warren on Saturday Night Live shit. Just the whole going within... Days from like yes, I'm a serious political heavyweight to just sort of <laughs> yeah, actually I'm now just a sort of product of like entertainment and uh, yeah, yeah, even just a while liberal light entertainment, the contest is still no. going on with quite high fucking stakes involved, a lot of people very worried one way or the other about what the outcome is going to be, and they're just like yeah, get some sweet media gigs now. <laughs> it's like I, I mean Fuck. we 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 might have had it on a much smaller scale in Britain, like we got fucking ed balls as a, a sort of serious documentary host and stuff like that but we don't have quite mm-hmm. the same equivalent to alan that.
0: johnson as well kind of
2: <laughs> yeah but i don't i'm not sure anyone's gonna take him seriously as a result of that i'm not sure he's gonna get many repeat bookings <laughs> yeah. off the back of his singing
0: i think that that was an outgrowth of his general kind of like tv couch potato right. persona yeah and position as a, a best-selling author. <laughs> uh, like I said, I would never, ever want to read any of his books because no. I bet yeah. it's full of just that kind of, like, bitter, I told you so yeah. kind of, shoot thing. In, all the quotes from him. Yeah. Ugh, Get a in the Tim Shipman book.
2: Sneering at the left at every opportunity, even when it's not remotely relevant to the wider thing he's discussing, and then it's just a, yeah, a horrible bit I, I, of that. Like, like,
0: how is he going to twist, like, the obscene poverty in which he grew up into an argument against the left like I shudder to even think but you know he's going to do it oh, yeah. oh of course he might yeah. blame the Tories as well
2: but you know he's <laughs> going to get some digs in at the left and uh, a lack of aspiration <laughs> you just know it's in there with these people
4: the purity the culture of
2: betrayal goes on you'll hear it now more and more over the next couple of days as these this little cults
4: get their act together I want them out of the party I want momentum gone Go back to your student politics and your little... You will kindly
3: remove your mask.
2: I, I missed the, yeah. i missed the start obviously this is a real technical issue oh yeah issue. i don't know if we discussed have you seen what's happened with ted cruz on the american political theme
0: oh he's got coronavirus oh. hasn't so,
2: he no 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 he hasn't he hasn't so he'd been self-isolating for a little while because he'd been in contact with, with someone who, who had tested positive so he's thought right i'll play it mm. safe i'll be responsible I'm going to self-isolate. He's been shacked up at home for ages, probably just watching porn, as he does. (laughs) He's put out a statement today. My self-quarantine ended yesterday afternoon. I still have no symptoms and feel fine, and I was looking forward to taking my family out to dinner tonight. Unfortunately... Last night I was informed I had a second interaction with an individual who yesterday tested positive (laughs) for COVID-19,
0: so he's back in. (laughs) (laughs) Just when I thought I was out. He's back in and he's
2: he's used up the first month's introductory price on all his favourite porn sites now, so how is he going to cope? If he then finds out he's got a third guy who's tested positive as soon as he comes out this time which would be the funniest <laughs> thing ever fucking hell oh man like, he
1: just spends the rest of the year in isolation
2: yeah but just like a week or two at a time like every time he's like yeah, oh, finally, finally it's over and then there's just <laughs> every time he's got someone like hand delivering post like I regret to inform you that when we spoke three weeks ago, I was coughing all over you.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely picturing the Simpsons sideshow Bob stepping on rake after rake scene. Coronavirus truly
1: is the gift that keeps
0: yeah.
2: on giving. You'd feel bad for most other people on the surface of the planet, but it's Ted Cruz, so just <laughs> really funny.
0: I, I think I said earlier that you hear Tom Hanks has got it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I heard that his, too. His
0: Shooting well. an Elvis
1: film in Australia?
0: Yeah, I don't give a fuck. He's overrated, if you ask me. He epitomizes yeah, epitomizes all that's bad about Middle America. Probably
2: doesn't deserve to die. Like, he's not that level of bad. Yeah. Overrated. He's, uh, nah, he's, 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 he's is probably
0: bit... not evil. Forrest Gump is, at... is, is, is really Forrest enough. Gump is an
2: atrocity. But... <laughs> Jack, when we said yesterday <laughs> we were going to be more confrontational again and, like, really take down the slugs, I wasn't really talking about beloved American mainstream actor Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom, I was Tom, thinking more like right like wing like politicians than <laughs> that. You know? I
0: always had it in for Tom Hanks, man. And I was thinking more of centrist politicians. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) there's the thing in fact i think we should address this now why does real politic rip on centrists more than we do right wingers well let's see it's partly so we don't constantly get bogged down in these old truisms of like oh aren't the right right wing yes yes they are but (laughs) you know who else is right wing the fucking centre. You constantly have people going out and being like, oh, the right a right wing. Anyway, I'm just going off to continue dodging tax and living in my, my big <laughs> house that I own while there are loads of people homeless on the streets. And then they go out there and slag off the Tory government. And then, obviously, the Labour opposition as well for good measure, because they're the same. So, that's why. That's why we shit on fucking liberals because it's they're the worst. It's to balance
1: the equation a bit more. There's a lot more slacking off the right in society e- than there is slacking off the centre. So
0: exactly, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's about rebalancing. It's about it's about tilting the axis so that it goes more towards the right because if everyone's just trying to go for for most obvious targets. Then we still only advance that little bit further, you know. We've gotta clear we've gotta clear The centre left know this. This is why they prioritise attacking the left above attacking the right. Because they (laughs) know that they know that they've gotta get us out of the way before that they can really get down to business fucking privatizing everything and bombing the Middle East and doing all the shit that they really wanna do. So similarly we have to get the centre-left out of the way so that we can be left-wing without having some arsehole next to us saying right-wing things with a caption over them that says, left-winger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's about right, yeah,
2: yeah. That's... <laughs> so next week, which will just be an hour of us calling
0: Patrick Stewart a cunt. I, <laughs> 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 I No, man, there was an article a while back Yo, it's just Jack doing another note in post-production here. But the article here I'm about to refer to is one about Tom Hanks. But actually, when I was listening back to this, editing it, and I said, there's an article, I thought I was going to mention the article in The New European where Patrick Stewart was interviewed and he was like, oh, yeah, I've given up on Labour. Corbyn's lost it. They've betrayed the young people, which obviously I am. (laughs) They've betrayed the young people on Brexit and then actually he said that the new european had misquoted him or something anyway that's not the article i was talking about but yeah patrick stewart's a fucking melt basically as well Okay, now let me search tom, tom hanks, hanks <laughs> react <Yeah>. react yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: please, please tell me that came Find up in your, legit please, please tell me that came up in your saved searches like in between like tom hanks bastard tom hanks i hate him <laughs> tom <laughs> hanks canceled. against tom hanks <laughs> Was it on BuzzFeed or something? must be destroyed.
0: <laughs> I think, you know, the person who wrote it might have got a load of shit from Tom Hanks loving fucking nerds and, had, and, and melted and deleted it. Because I can't find anything of this article. Tom Hanks hit piece. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> Tom Hanks hair piece. Well, let's not be that bad. <laughs> no, I don't think. Bloody hell. In fact, in terms of beloved American heroes and actors as well, I was wondering, now that Michael Bloomberg has dropped out of a race, another <laughs> the fucking sad, loser, failed candidate Bloomberg has failed and dropped out of the race, do you think that Clint Eastwood has gone back to supporting Donald Trump? I struggle to... Surely. You'd think so, but it's... Yeah, I struggled to figure out what's going on in his brain i don't
1: know how does he gel with biden
3: well
2: uh,
0: potentially quite well probably thinks biden's a bit of a young buck but i
2: think he's maybe (laughs) the one person on the planet that the no malarkey line might unironically go down well with
0: yeah well you know i've I've, uh, always been against malarkey myself (laughs)
2: i've taken a strong stance against malarkey all my life (laughs) and i'm glad someone's coming up and saying that
0: you know, this pussy generation they're always just malarkey this malarkey that I say none, none whatsoever not even a little bit of malarkey
2: uh, my generation yeah, had no yeah. time for malarkey
0: did I just dream this Tom Hanks hit piece man? I remember it being pretty <laughs> exhausting I think you just probably being, wrote it, it is, right? is
2: Mr Hanks too wholesome I think you actually penned it yourself
0: <laughs> I was so fucking had check, done fuck Tom Hanks check your, draf- Tom check Hanks, your draft man. folder <laughs> you know what films i like with tom hanks in them none when you got movies with tom hanks in them sorry when you got movies like tom hanks in them you always lose he's a fucking loser four losers the loser sad tragic pathetic according liberal to loser me.
1: According to meanstars.com, 100% of the people who have met Tom Hanks say that he's nice.
0: 100 which
1: makes yeah, me I, think that was rigged I'd like, like to I know the
0: fucking know. methodology on that that seems like that's Again, DNC it's type um, <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's a Bloomberg American Samoa thing, he's Tom Hanks, he's yeah. a very successful rich man, he meets someone he has a chat all with them, all of Tom Hanks' family they're it's thinking just gone. he's alright he's quite nice but I'm on the fence a bit here and he's just like pressing a, a cool hundred dollar <laughs> note into their hand and they're like yeah I'll go on TripAdvisor yeah, yeah. and I'll say Tom <laughs> Hanks he was nice, yeah
0: yeah i mean i guess tom hanks isn't all bad i mean he did the film sully with clint eastwood where they railed against the bureaucrat the rigid bureaucracy of the um u.s national transportation safety board who tried to railroad the american hero sully they were like why didn't you crash that plane and kill those people you've got to abide by the rules and kill as many people as possible and he was like no I think that killing people is bad and I don't care what your regulations say and they were like red tape Sully you've got to abide by it you've got to kill people to have respect for people so I mean Hanks did appear in a film at least with a great director although I didn't much care for it either he was just gone into a big I seem to
1: recall you somewhat enjoying Captain Phillips is that not true?
0: I've still not seen it, actually, because Tom <laughs> Hanks is oh. He was in, I he was sl- in your favourite we, we must have talked about it. He, he was, what yeah. film was he in, Geraint?
2: The Ruttles 2 can't buy me lunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because he's the kind of arsehole who'd be friends with Eric Idol <laughs> and would go to his fucking poolside parties where Eric would go up to all the people and be like, oh, hi, oh, you're having a good time. Will you appear in my movie? No, no, I can't give you any money for it, sorry. That's an
2: absurd cast list on that, by the way. He's got loads of like major celebrities just to be like cameos as interviewees. And then
0: it's just got... Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just all his mates. Literally, literally it's just it's amazing and they are all wasted. None of them are funny. Salmon Rushdie. And all of the shit Why the fuck Salmon is... Rushdie. What's... All right,
1: Tom Hanks has endorsed Joe Biden, so uh, that's Yeah, of course he has. To die. Yeah
0: yeah, yeah I, t- I see I told you my killer instinct has yeah. never been wrong I, <laughs> I should be in charge of the coronavirus I've got to say was... <laughs> who, who gets it
3: yeah. who doesn't I was have.
2: taking the piss out of Jack five minutes ago but I'm now fully behind his views on Tom Hanks one endorsement of the fully unbridled anti-Hanks
1: <laughs> <laughs> we shall start the
0: anti-Hanksist movement. oh uh, no see I was going to say oh well he's in a film there's this film called Parkland which is about the JFK assassination which is one of the only JFK assassination films i haven't watched yet Uh, (laughs) tom hanks actually only produced that but maybe that indicates that he has an interest in jfk assassination (laughs) theories that could shine in some common ground yeah oh one more thing about hanks then so it's typical example of melt garbage he is in the next film by paul greengrass which is called news of the world i looked it's not even about the murdoch phone hacking scandal man (laughs) Because remember, years ago, George Clooney Mm -hmm. was going to be doing a film based on Nick Davis's hack attack about the phone hacking scandal. I don't think Clooney was going to be in it. He was just going to direct it. Yeah. And then North Korea hacked Sony and as well as all the stuff where amy pascal like made racist jokes about obama and stuff that the sony studio head was that all the Uh, stuff that was like let's make spider-man skateboard the kids will love it or something like that that, yeah there was loads of so much shit yeah it was so jokes as well man like i had (laughs) a load of deadlines and i just like incorporate it was like a really boring module about like the business side of the film industry and so i was able to just incorporate so much joke stuff from a sony hack into it but yeah there was all this shit like revealed about like Like David Fincher was going to direct a film about Cleopatra and he had a huge beef with Angelina Jolie who he thought was like an egomaniac. And the other thing was that Amy Pascal was like warning George Clooney not to be too mean to Rupert Murdoch in Hack Attack. And then I don't know, the email surfaced and the film never got made. I don't know if it was like the film had already fallen apart or the fact that it was like publicized, but they'd had these behind the scenes discussions mm-hmm. meant, meant that never it never got-, got made. you know, in retrospect, I think this was probably a case of like studio regime change, basically because Amy Pascal obviously lost her job as head of Sony Film Studios because well, she was quoted as making racist jokes about obama and shit like that then you know quite often when there's a new leadership of a particular film studio they will lose interest in certain projects and i think there's a good chance that probably happened with hack attack (laughs) But anyway, when I saw that Paul Greengrass was directing a new film called News of the World, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Well, even if Clooney has dropped the mantle yeah. to make like two absolutely atrocious films, like <laughs> and and very little else, George Clooney does not do much work these days. He did like that coffee. Uh, Suburbicon advert.
1: was not good, was it?
0: Terrible film. But I was like, "Oh, cool!" A kind of left-leaning British director, but still with like some big movie pedigree. Paul Greengrass, is going to be doing a film about this subject matter. Nah, a Texan travelling across the Wild West agrees to help rescue a young girl who has been kidnapped. And judging by the cast not being very star-studded, I presume that Tom Hanks is the Texan. Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd. Fuck off. (laughs) Anyway... Should we wrap this up now that no, I've gone on a big thing about Tom Hanks now? I yeah, I, th- no, I think that's the
2: highlight of the episode. Uh, we, we can't top yeah. it, so let's, let's let's quit while we're ahead and figure out yeah. figure out who we're going for next time. Like, what? Yeah. what famously inoffensive Oops. bastard yep. can we go for
0: <laughs> just look at their presidential nomination man i'm sure they're a fucking <laughs> work backwards. like that's know. it just peel just find someone you're like they're inoffensive you look at their political views and they're just like oh of course hillary
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: right thank you for listening to real politic everyone and thank god and of course the great Canadian fatherland, and, of course, beautiful Mother Earth for unproblematic fave, Neil Young. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye.
2: Bye. See you both again.
1: Yeah, see you next time, Gary.
2: All right, bye. Uh...
3: Crazy hearth. It's crowdsourcing.